Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We have Daniel Turner with us today, and I'm going to have a monologue, set it all up, and then let him just take it from there. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. We come before you as a body of believers all across this nation and abroad. Father, we have failed you in so many, many ways. And your children have seen what disobedience has brought. Forgive us, Father. Help us, Father, to lift you up, to encourage others, and to bring this nation back to you. Abba, Father, you are such a loving and caring God full of grace and mercy for your children. I pray, Father, we know we're not deserving, but we thank you, and we continue to pray for for your blessings and your protection, your guidance, and equip us for the tasks you have set before us. For such a time as this, I believe you have placed me right here. I have You have placed Daniel right where he is. You brought us together, Father. And I believe you have placed everyone who is listening exactly where they are today. Help us to bring this nation back to you, to bring America home. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Independence is freedom. With the swish of a pen... Our installed president removed America's freedom, our energy independence. And with another swish of a pin, he gave Vladimir Putin power and confidence to expand his territory. Let me make this very clear to all of you who are listening. Climate change is a hoax. To take, I hear more and more people saying that out loud on these talk show hosts, on these talk shows at night. Climate change is a hoax to take your independence and your freedoms away. It is a global plot, by the way. However, there are a few nations not completely on board. They have no intention of removing all fossil fuels and going zero CO2 by 2030. They do, however, especially China, have plans to make a lot of money when we start buying more and more from them and more and more of our jobs go to China and India and other nations. The once most powerful nation in the world is willing to give it all up for the wealth of the uh, upper echelon of the elites who plan to invest and make fortunes while Americans suffer even more. If they have their way, you will own no land You will be indentured servants to the government, and that is AOC's beloved socialism. With all this thrown at you, be assured of one thing, one more thing. 
There will never be energy independence in all green and renewable fuels. They can supplement our energy, but they cannot and never will be an independent source of energy. At least we are a long way from that. But in my opinion, a long way means way out there. The technology isn't here just yet. Not for all green. We need the fossil fuels to make even the greens work. Remember what we said earlier last week about the ethanol and how that was kind of a little bit of a lie to the American people? From planting to processing, it took more and allowed more CO2, and the government was supplementing the farmers. A reminder, government supplementing to make up for their not doing their job and interference in American markets. From wages to infrastructure to farming markets, keep them on, on, they kept things unfair and manipulated. Then they swoop in to the rescue with their supplements to help you. Not fixing a thing, but making you dependent on them. Looking at the world stage today, we're Ilamel the Hess, as they say. And Biden and his administration caused it. Don't expect them to fix it. Putin was salivating just at the prospect of Biden becoming president. CNN and MSNBC and others that hated Trump are there asking the question, why didn't Putin do this when Trump was president? And they answered, they figured it all out. Putin wasn't ready. That's half true. But Biden made sure Putin had all of the oil he needed to march forward and start expanding his territories. I fully expected, which seems delayed for now, the meeting between Putin and Biden to go something like this. Putin to Biden. You give me Ukraine, I give you a two-year supply of ice cream. Whatever flavors you want, cones too, sugar or waffle. I give to you. You allow me to have Ukraine. We can work out something even with Hunter Biden. And with a wink, he said, I promise. And with that, I say, welcome to CSE Talk Radio. Daniel, how are you doing? (laughs) That was a pretty bad Russian accent, but (laughs) how are you doing, my friend? I thought it was... I thought it was a wonderful accent. It sounded just like Putin. You so, know, I used to so watch, I used to watch Boris and Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> that might be before his time. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it was on Bullwinkle, if you ever saw Bullwinkle. <laughs> oh yes, no, I know, I know who you are talking about. Um, it, <laughs> Don't cut him un- short there, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's gosh, we are in a mess, are we to- not? It is, yeah. And a it, created it mess. Yes, I mean, it didn't have to happen. So many, uh, so many weighty topics in your intro, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> no, it's but it, it's it's necessary, but it is sad, and and you know, if you put on the news right now, many of the conversations are: Is this an American interest? Should we be sending troops? Is it worth American blood and treasure to protect the Ukrainian border? But we need to rewind years and years, and we need to say, how do we end up in this mess to begin with? And one of the reasons why we ended up in this mess, and you you alluded to it in your monologue, was because we had 
quote-unquote serious candidates saying, well, climate change is the greatest threat facing the world. Mm. And we took them seriously, and no one pushed back and said, well, I think Putin is really a bigger threat, or Xi Jinping is a bigger threat, or North Korea, or Iran. I mean, there are real threats in this world, but we entertain these silly, you know, these these are the things that, like, university students at Brown discuss when they're smoking weed at Saturday afternoon, you know, like these are these are just intellectual exercises. Climate change is the biggest threat. Joe Biden would say that I sat down with the generals and they told me climate change is the biggest threat. Well, when you believe that and you push that theory and no one asks you to back it up, no one really challenges you. You take legitimate threats. And here we are. And and we, we did not consider Putin a threat. And here we are. Now we're discussing sending troops to battle. And it's, it's kind of amazing to, to witness in real time. You know, when they when Trump was going, getting in office, they said, oh, he's going to cause a war. He's going to cause a war and actually calm things down globally. And uh, he didn't make anybody happy, but he calmed them all down because they were afraid of what he would do and how he would react. And he kept yeah. Putin in check. And Biden gave, he just opened the door for Putin to do whatever he wants. And I'm not sure we should send our troops over there, but, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot of military strategy. And they were saying, I hear the music, and they were saying last night, and I, I want you to kind of elaborate on this. They were saying last night that the sanctions that Biden is talking about putting on, they're not going to hurt Russia. They're going to hurt the Ukrainians. And I found that interesting. But I do hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We have Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. He can always use your help. You can donate to him. Go on his uh, website and follow his articles and such there. And he has lots of help. Uh, PowerTheFuture.com. That's PowerTheFuture.com. And Daniel and Beth Ann. I won't try to do my accent anymore. We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. 
Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings Liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. I was pretty excited to have you on after I listened to all the stuff that was going on last night. And and uh, I wasn't home most of the evening, but I saw the last couple of hours of news. And, um, you know, a lot of it was about energy and gas. And uh, so I was pretty excited to have you back. And, I mean, involving Russia. A lot of it was about energy yeah. and gas involving Russia and what's happened here, and I, I was really glad that you were going to be on today and kind of help us with that. Well, thank you. And and, and energy is a huge factor in what's happening because uh, um, Russia, in that sense, is a lot like a lot of the Middle Eastern states in that they really are single-issue economies. Russia is not a diversified economy like most of the West, even America, which is – a huge fossil fuel industry, um, it's still only less than 10% of our, our of our entire national economy. But in Russia, it's 40%. And so when, Rush, when oil and gas are, are expensive, Russia's doing very well. Uh, and when they're cheap, their overall national economy is taking a hit. Um, and, and we've talked about this a lot on your show. So the efforts of this administration that have really punished the industry by by hitting the supply has contributed to prices going up dramatically nationwide. I mean, oil is close to $100 a barrel now. Um, and, yeah. and a lot of that just benefits Putin. He is flush with cash. And the more cash he has, the more he can feed his army and, and, and build his army and buy weapons and manufacture weapons. Um, so the, the best thing we could do to hurt his efforts to to dominate Western Europe again 
is to make him go broke. And the best way to make him go broke is to outproduce him. Uh, it's, it's literally something that Reagan knew. We knew all from the Cold War. And I, I, I give Reagan, say, Reagan broke his him. predecessors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Carter didn't trade with Russia. Uh, you know, Nixon didn't trade with We didn't with the Soviet Union because we knew that any money we gave to them, they would use for ill. Um, but we've lost that lesson, and we are importing a lot of Russian. We, America right now, imports a lot of Russian natural gas um, because we are not producing enough domestically, and we're allowing them to export it to Europe. Now, Germany today announced that they were shutting down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. I was floored by that decision. And I, I will admit when I'm wrong. Sometimes I'll admit when I'm wrong. But but Germany, I have said for the longest time, Germany was never going to do this because they need the natural gas. And I, I was on record saying Germany will not stand up to Russia. I admit I'm wrong. They were the first country to say we are canceling the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Well, is that because Germany? Kamala went over there? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was so disappointed she did not use her German accent. She went to France and she tried to talk with a French accent, and you know. But I was so disappointed she didn't uh, do her German accent. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Yeah, she, she, she she did not, and um, she she was boy, a bad mess. She had all the history she wrong. Was, she had everything wrong. And I and you know you can't fault her completely because she was put at in, in a position that she's unqualified for because of identity politics in America. And, yeah. and that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Kamala Harris supporter, but I also will recognize she is unqualified for this role. She knows she's unqualified this role. But Joe Biden said, I will appoint a black woman to be vice president. And she partially qualifies for that. And so she got the job. She's not really, <laughs> but yes. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not. And 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 now here we are. But I got to tell you, Beth, and if they made me vice president, um, if they made me vice president, and I had to go to Germany, I think I would struggle a little bit too. And you heard it in her language, her as the New York Post called it, her word salad of 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 language. She didn't yeah. know what to say, so she just kept talking. Um, and sometimes she needs to not be talking but you know Putin isn't preparing his soldiers by giving them CRT training and the American people need to wake up to what's going on here (laughs) we're we're making our soldiers weak because of what their uh, leaders are telling them and doing to them uh, the mandates and everything else that are going on it's like they're making us weaker from being now dependent on someone else for our energy. Our shelves are short. That has to do with the energy. You know, if you go to the store, there are empty shelves. You know, Biden can say, well, they're 89% full. Well, yeah, what about that other percent that isn't? And it's getting less and less. And yeah. And it's not going to get better until something drastically changes. No, it's not. And that's, it's one of the things I, I find fascinating about the energy industry. Um, it, it, it should not be controversial policy, right? Mm. It, it touches every aspect of our economy. It's not cool and exciting and sexy and it's not 
you know, it's not gender policy and it's not, it's not all the things that make the headlines, right? It's not right. abortion. It's not, it, okay. it's, it's kind of the baseline under the surface, below beneath the surface policy. But when you tinker with it unnecessarily, well, now you feel the, the, the consequences and that's what we've done. And so by making energy expensive, we have made all goods and services. Heck, I'm trying to do some work at our, at our little farm. And, and the, the price of lumber is through the roof. The price of oh, everything yeah. is through the roof because we've made manufacturing expensive. Because when you have to run enormous mills and then you have to put your goods on the back of a flatbed and, flat, flat and drive it across country, all of those prices you're passing down to the consumer. And so people say, wow, lumber prices are 40% higher. That's not surprising. Who else is supposed to pay for it? Right? You're the one buying the product at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, but we and, see that with, with all groceries, with everything made, it, it, it become expensive because energy is expensive. And so many liberals do not understand that. And they do not understand taxing the rich because the, or taxing the corporations. Corporations don't pay a tax. They pass no. it along. It's always the consumer that pays it. Always. And yeah. uh, these restrictions they put on different companies um, as to what they do, like lumber, uh, um the mining and other things, you know, the restrictions they put on them to make the air cleaner. You know, I'm all for some of that, but we have the cleanest air in America, probably of any any country except one that doesn't do anything. And, um, yeah. you know, it's they just keep at it. I mean, I think I mentioned to you before, in the last 11 years, because I've been on the air almost 12 now, um, we in Missouri had the – in Ukraine in, – uh, Herculaneum, Missouri, was the last smelting uh, cup, uh, cup, smelting cup, smelting company in the United States, and the EPA had come down on them constantly, over and over and over again, to the fact they could no longer meet the restrictions and stay open, and so they closed it. That was 200 jobs. That's a small town, not a very big town here in Missouri. Closed. Jobs lost, and people like AOC were happy about it. Yeah, and and where do we do our smelting now? I would Probably say overseas, China. Yeah, China? and yep. so the yep. so the question is: Is it greener to have closed that facility in in your town of Missouri than it is to put all of these raw materials on cargo ships, send them across the Pacific, or even if we send them to Mexico, put them on a railroad train, send them across, send them down south of the border, and then transport them back. So if your goal is what's good for the environment, well, then you have to say, were your actions good for the environment, or were they just good for a political agenda that you say, well, look, we were able to shut this thing down, or we were able to close that down. Um, and, And that's that's where we have to have an honest conversation about all of these issues, whether it's uh, uh, energy policy, environmental policy. If you want to achieve a certain ends, then you have to make sure that the policies you're putting in place don't do the exact opposite. Joe Biden wanted to punish the oil and gas industry. Quite frankly, he's made them richer than they've been in a while. And I don't say that gleefully, right? I'm not here to make corporations rich. I'm here for American energy workers. But Joe Biden wanted to punish oil and gas. He's made their CEOs incredibly rich, and he's punished the American people in the process. Well, he's uh, also, though, they've also... succeeding? 
Am I correct that they're also kind of weeding out the smaller companies? So it's the big ones that are getting richer and the smaller ones are struggling? Am I correct yeah, on that? And that's not, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why the big corporations are always in bed with big government. Uh, you yeah. look at the pandemic uh, and, and Amazon was totally in favor of, of lockdowns because oh, yeah. they knew their little their store was staying open, but your little mom and pop shop was closing. And what but Walmart was staying open, and Costco was staying open. All the chains, the big ones, they were all open, but not the mom and, and pop. Bezos made eighty billion dollars exactly, and you shut down your little grocery store to comply, and that's well, that's what's happening in energy as well. It's it's crazy, and I saw something yesterday where the CDC they admit they're not going to let the American people see the data because the American people see the data. You know, we're not stupid. We can read it. So it's it, we're just being lied to on so many levels of so many things in our lives. And it's all about control. But Biden has gone in and he's made a mess. And he's made a mess globally. And I know some of that is also intentional. You know, get everybody on board with this global stuff. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. We'll be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in a rural area, obviously. You know that. You've been here before. And you're kind of out in the rural do you uh, use propane now, or are you still on natural gas? No, I have uh, a 1,000-gallon propane tank in the yard underground, and uh, and luckily I still have enough for a little while, but I'm eventually going to have to fill it, and I'm not looking forward to that bill. That's they are rationing it around here. They're only oh. allowing them to get 150-gallon at a time. Wow. So That's I put that bug in here. You better be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive when you have to fill up your propane tank. We had that on. We were on the farm. We're we're in town now, but uh, so I just wondered if they were doing the same thing where you were. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Missouri, and I'm sure it's not a whole lot different everywhere else. But maybe it is a little bit. But they're only allowing the propane tanks to have 150 gallon at a time. That was what I was told this morning. So that's well, rationing yeah. already. That's rationing. It is, and these are all steps in in the wrong direction, and they are mm-hmm. all the consequence of just this this tinkering, right? Of people playing political games, making policy decisions that are way above their uh, capability, way above their intelligence level. Um, and and this is this is sadly the result of it. And and like we were saying right before we went to the break, government tinkered when it came to COVID. And and you can argue they they had good intentions. You can argue there was panic. Heck, President Trump shut down the economy for two weeks to slow the curve. So he was just as guilty of of, of shutting things down as everyone else was. Um, but the fact of the matter is, they they did make those decisions. They did tinker. And certain people benefited. If you are Jeff Bezos, you made $80 billion. If you are Walmart, if you're obviously Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer and that guy named Gates, they made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and that's the result of, of tinkering, of deciding some people are winners and some people are losers. And I, I may have told this story 
on your show before, but it, it bears repeating. But friends of mine who are, are egg farmers were saying how, or people I met once were saying that they have eggs and they were allowed to operate during the, the, the pandemic because eggs are essential. But the supplier who provided their cartons, well, they were not essential. They were told they had to shut down by order of the governor. And oh so they gosh. said, well, the next thing you know, we have all these eggs and we have nowhere to pack them, ship them. And so what government bureaucrat decided, well, you're essential, you're not. Who's not essential? Right? Is, is, is the janitor at school not essential? Is the garbage man? Everyone is essential. We all just play different roles. And only um, the hairdresser is, for Pelosi and and that Lightfoot lady, their their hairdressers were essential, but mine wasn't. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And all this tinkering got us a lot of the problems that we're facing right now. And I wish energy were going to come back pretty quickly. I don't think it is. It, it's going to take a very long time to get. Yeah, that was my, another question I had. Um, I have two more that I wanted to ask in particular. One was if, and it's a huge if because I don't see him doing it, if Biden undid what he did the very first day, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and others, how long would it take for us to get moving again here in the United States? Do you have like a idea of that? I mean, I know it's not just like turning on the spigot and turning it off, but... Yeah, at minimum six months, probably closer to a year because it's so many of those policy decisions. But then there are decisions he's making at the bureaucratic level that are tangential to uh, energy. And, and here's what I mean by that. There's, a, there's an agency called uh, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, FERC, F-E-R-C. FERC is kind of an extension of the Interstate Commerce Clause. It's it's just it's a boring it should be it is a boring government agency that when you have to do stuff in the energy space you need some sometimes government permission right you need to get access to electricity you need to get access to to water sometimes you need there's there's you know land FERC permits all of that process just to make sure everyone's dotting their i's and crossing their t's well biden now has appointed new FERC commissioners and now FERC has adopted the mandate that all energy industry infrastructure projects have to be viewed through the lens of climate change. So mm. a pipeline was recently denied construction permits because they said, in our estimation, it, this will exacerbate climate change. Well, until the PERC, the, 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 the FERC commissioners are gone, it doesn't matter that Biden reverses some of his, his keystone decisions or any other decisions because those folks are going to see everything through the lens of climate change. It's the same as the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve, we can argue for it against it, doesn't matter. They have a twofold mandate of employment and inflation. That is their mandate. Full employment and, and keep an eye on regulation. Biden wants them to now have a third one climate change and his nominees which the republicans recently blocked they want to regulate all uh, financial decisions through the lens of climate change so if you're you know beth ann's big bank and you want to give a 10 million dollar loan to rudy's drilling company the federal reserve is now going to say well beth ann we don't think you're making smart economic decisions we're going to penalize you. We're going to charge you a higher interest rate than we would charge another bank 
because you are lending to fossil fuel industries and fossil fuel industries contribute to climate change. Well, this is why the Republicans are trying to block these Federal Reserve nominees, because that's not their job. Their job is to make and keep an eye on inflation. And by the way, look how good of a job they're doing. Right. Inflation's a 40 year high. Their job is to and and, and unemployment. So I, I apologize. I'm getting long winded, but it's not just those decisions of the president's pen. Well, it's think- all these small institutional decisions, which is why the whole state needs to be dismantled. Our listeners need to be reminded that climate change is about control and theft. Now, yeah. the way you put that with, you know, the Federal Reserve saying, well, I think you're making a bad investment, and they're going to keep you from doing that. How is that a whole lot different than what Trudeau is doing in Canada right now with locking down and and freezing people's incomes and their bank accounts and, and their savings accounts and taking their trucks so they can't have a job and how's that any different climate change is about theft and control and they're doing it through this thing of called climate change regulations to make the air cleaner walk outside if you're not in some of these smoggy cities that and tell me that it's a problem it's not a problem and 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 this is again when government tinkers in any way Regardless of their intentionality, and I'm not, I'm not a Kantian, so I don't care about intentionality. <laughs> Regardless of their intent, when government tinkers, they are choosing winners and losers. And, and you can mm-hmm. say, well, they had good intentions with COVID. They wanted to keep people safe. Joe Biden will tell you he has good intentions when it comes to climate change. And you know what, Bethan? How about if you worked on a solar farm your your income tax is 14%, but if you work on a drilling rig, you pay 24%. Right. Right? That's, why not? Because right. you're yeah. contributing to climate change, and you should be, you know, treated accordingly because of that. It's, it's just amazing to me. And it's, now, I have another story that I was going to ask you about, and it seems like there was another question I had, but um, this one is something I had not heard about. I was out last night, and somebody said uh, they were concerned about all these other things that were happening, like explosions and stuff, and I just kind of thought, yeah, 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 well, I didn't really know what he was talking about. And then I found this article this morning. I did not realize that we had a refinery explosion in New Orleans, and they're talking about what an effect that might have on on the price of gas. Were you aware of um, this I, happening? I, I I was not aware of that. Um, no, I'll have to. I'll have to look into it. But yeah, all those those disruptions are, you know, they they can be consequential. Again, it depends upon how how big of a of, a, of an explosion it was. Um, but but these are all the vulnerabilities of this mm. industry, um, right? It, it, there are a lot of they are extremely complex, and everyone needs to play their role. And when government sticks his nose in, it becomes a problem. Yeah, and of course, it's, they believe it's going to affect the. Uh, the gas prices, which I would understand that it would. Anyway, I hear the music. We're headed into a break. And like I said, I had not heard about it. And it doesn't really tell me. It's been a few weeks ago, I guess, that it happened. It doesn't have a date on here. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. I'll tell you what, we are learning a lot today. But folks, unless we get active, it's not going to do us any good. We'll be right back.
Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door. It's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Melody Cedarstrom and CSC Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each week weekday morning visit csctalkradio.com we both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions there is a wealth of misinformation out there let melody and beth ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected call discount gold and silver trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com melody and beth ann are strong forces together We're Working to preserve liberty and bring America home. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com 
That is IMMUNO150.com or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I tell you what, I don't know about the rest of you, but I have enjoyed today's show because I've learned a lot. And I think we've given you a lot of information that maybe you didn't know, just like the propane is now being rationed, at least in Missouri, in this little area here. It's being rationed. And uh, you need to take uh, an understanding of when government tries to fix something, I know I'm not, te- I'm not telling you anything new, Daniel, it's not about fixing something. It's about controlling something. And their regulations and the other things that they do, they're not about fixing anything. And anytime government and the bureaucracy get a hold of it, things go sour really fast. And we can see that with the empty shelves. We can see that with the high gas prices and now the rationing of propane gas, which a lot of people rely on that around here. That's their main source of heat. And... uh so it's it's um it's getting very concerning. And it is, and I think it from there. we've we, we've talked a lot about climate change, obviously, on your show. In the four years I've been a, a frequent guest on your show, um, and if at any point people thought we were being a little hyperbolic or a little you know tinfoil hat esque, um, I think COVID was a great a precursor to what the climate change movement is, which is we are exempt from your mandates and rules. We're the elite, right? We're the powerful. We don't have to follow it. We can do what we want. John Kerry can still have his his uh, private jet, right? Because his his he's on the right side of the issue, um, and we all get to decide what the rest of you do, and we get to decide how you live your life. We get to decide where you go to work, if your kids can go to school, and it's all for the greater good, right? It is all for the, the, the national health of the of the nation. It's for uh, keeping you safe, um, and it uses a lot of fear and a lot of uh, saviorism, right? Just trust us, and everything will be okay. Trust what we're telling you to do, and you're not going to die. Heck, Joe Biden said if you just all, when he was first elected, if you all just do what I'm telling you, maybe by 4th of July you can have a small barbecue in your backyard. And the climate change people have, have thought this for decades, but they've never been able to convince the American people that uh, that they should be as afraid as they were. They've tried, and Hollywood has been there for them. Right? Oh, yeah. How many movies? Oh, at night. I mean, movie after movie about uh, uh, 2012, which was made in 2009, climate change. Uh, uh, the Day After Tomorrow, which was made in 2004, climate change. Right, All of these horrorful horror movies about the climate destroying the world. But Americans never bought it. Ah, we know better. Silly yeah. and exactly. Did- but COVID they bought. Yeah, we and did. Uh, we, 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 they they had the fear in us right away. And yeah. uh, did you happen to see, just talking about government um, and the hypocrisy, the teacher, and I don't remember what, I don't remember what state it was or where it was, but the, I'm sorry, the mother who went to the, the uh, school board meeting 
and she goes after one of the school board members who had pictures all over her Facebook page, and she's got them on yes, her phone, ma'am. and she's telling it. And they're threatening to bring the police and arrest her because she's insulting them. Yep. And ended up that, that school board Virginia. member walked out, which tells you what kind of guts they've got. And uh, yep. and then I don't remember what governor it was, what state it was, that tells his state citizens... <laughs> That they earned their freedom. Yeah. So I guess he's kind of lifting the face masks and uh, mandates and stuff. They've earned their freedom. And yeah. if you think we don't have Trudeau's over here, you better start thinking again. <laughs> yeah, that school board confrontation, and, and if your listeners haven't seen it, they can find it very easily on, online because it did really go viral the most disturbing thing is not even the hypocrisy of the school board member who is maskless in every photo but insists masks are Somewhere. necessary in school. The, the the most horrifying thing is when she is confronted in a public forum, her response is to call the police. Right. And you want to say to this, this school board member, how do you possibly think that is a proportionate or how do you think there's any law being violated? Do you think it is illegal? And, of course, now – that school board member is going to say, I felt personally threatened. I felt my safety was being, and, and they'll get away with it because that's how. Such a Karen. Now. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. It was remarkable. Apparently she's really never remarkable. heard the phrase, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. <laughs> yeah. But the truth yeah. can be very painful. And the truth was she wasn't obeying her own rules. Yeah. What she was putting down a, for children. There's a wonderful line by, by the uh, psychologist and, and socio, sociological uh, philosopher Jordan Peterson, um, where he says, if you think that strong men are to be feared, um, you don't know what weak men are capable of. Oh. And Justin Trudeau is an example of that, right? The school board member is, is an example exactly. of that. Weak people are threatened their responses are disproportionate. Justin Trudeau, to call in mounted police to trample on people is not a proportionate response. Horrifying. It's proportionate to your anger, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it's proportionate to. But your anger is not a justifiable means of action. Um, And and, and Joe Biden is a weak human as well. And and if he has... He hasn't spoken about Vladimir Putin the way he has spoken about the January 6th protesters, right? He has more anger for the fossil fuel industry than he does for uh, Trump supporters than he does for what's happening overseas. And that's a very, very scary prospect because he does have the authority to sign people up and send them over, and he probably will do so. Well, Putin knows that he's got a jump on all these guys. He's got... He's got more smarts than who we have running our military right now, who allowed this horrific thing to happen in Afghanistan when we surrendered, and we still have people missing over there. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, Biden gives him all the power he needs by giving him our oil, you know, giving him the oil. And uh, I've got a thing here, just it came in this morning, that Canada's House of Commons votes to extend... The emergency powers for Trudeau continuing the police crackdown. 
Um, you know, America better be watching what's happening there. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why they would extend it because, as you have said now a few times, it is about control. And this was an amazing opportunity to control society. And freedoms once lost are not regained. Uh, um, you know, once, once you give up these things, you don't ever get them back from the government. You know, I'm of a certain age. I'm sure some of your listeners are as well. We do remember when it was normal to go to the airport. Mm-hmm. 9-11 was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Every indication says that taking off your shoes and getting touched, mm-hmm. none of this does any good. It, does, it prevents nothing. We still do it. And when you don't do it, you're told, oh, so you want the terrorists to win? So you think it's okay that people died on it? And you say, no, no, no. I just want to say, like, well, this, we should do what works. This is not working. Yeah. doesn't matter that it's working. And I don't it's think control. we're any safer now than we were pre. You know, in fact, I no. think we're in worse shape because of the open borders and all the other things that depend, that being dependent on our own things. And, and, uh, I think it's worse. I hear the music. Daniel, I'm going to give your website. Folks, you need to contribute to Daniel, uh, to powerthefuture.com, powerthefuture.com. He's doing all he can to fight for us and bring America home. Thank you. God bless, Daniel. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator. As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. 